So you've been a good saver, putting away money into your 401k or IRA for years now. And you've got a tax break every year too. Now that you're getting close to retirement, it's time to begin to diffuse what we call the ticking tax time bomb. We're going to talk about that and more on today's show. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined as I am each and every week by Brittany and Jay Hagee. Guys, how was your week? Hey, Chrissy. We are doing good. It's been a good week. We are welcoming fall into the Chattanooga area. Loving it. Oh, well, I have to say it's a little hot today. Yeah, still a little (laughs) hot for the fall that we like, but yeah, but we're uh, we're ready. I I think the, the highs. Uh, over the weekend here are going to be a little bit better. So we're we're good to go. How are you, Chrissy? I mean, football's here. I'm happy. I, yeah, right? Th- that's really all I need in the fall. Brittany and a Jay. Pumpkin spice, oh, a pumpkin spice latte oh gosh, and a football that, game. Does that make me basic? <laughs> but I did just have a pumpkin spice latte this morning. So it's like you know me. There you me. go. Welcome fall. Here it comes. And Brittany and Jay Hagee are the owners of Allon Planning Partners. They also lead the financial planning team at Allon. You can go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com or call 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. So Brittany, you were just talking about being a good saver and putting all of the money that you should be into your 401k or your IRA Mm -hmm. and getting to that point where you have to diffuse the, the lump sum time bomb. Yeah. We call that the ticking tax time bomb. So a lot of people don't necessarily consider taxes long term. So we talk about every year we have to look at our taxes come April. That's just what we do. If we live in the United States, we take a look at our tax situation every April. But something that we we here at Allon really do is we look at long-term tax implications mm-hmm. of investments, of, of retirement planning, of estate planning, all the different components. We have to, to ensure that we are covering our basis when it comes to taxes. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's something that most people don't consider, but it make, can make a huge impact on your retirement savings buckets. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. So we're going to talk to start off with about the problem. And then we're going to come up with, we're going to come up with a solution. We're going to offer some solutions as to how we can kind of avoid or correct course, correct when we do face these problems, or if you are facing these problems. So if you don't like to pay taxes, you want to pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) This is for you. Yeah. We, We want you to pay attention if you don't like paying taxes, because, you know, we encourage everyone to save, you know, if you have a, a employer who is giving you a match on a 401k, absolutely, you should be taking advantage of that. And you should be putting uh, money to the side. What most folks don't think about is the tax bracket that they're going to be in when they retire. Now, um, we do know one thing about where taxes are going here in the near future, and it's not down. Taxes will continue to rise. Taxes have to go up because we have an income problem in the United States of America. We have a problem with paying our interest debts and our debts. We continue to go into further and further debts, over $30 trillion right now that mm-hmm. we're in debt as a nation. And we have to get that under control, number one. The only two ways we do that uh, as a government is to quit spending, number one, or number two, raise taxes. Mm-hmm. And which one do you think they're going to do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the latter? I don't think this. Yeah, I don't think they're going to quit spending anytime <laughs> soon, which they need to. But regardless, we have to take that into consideration with retirement planning. So, you know, many people don't look at the required minimum distributions or the tax deferred accounts that they have will one day be called on. So you are getting to defer all of these 401ks and IRAs right now as you're putting away, which we we would That's suggest good. that you do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you also have to take into account one day the IRS is going to come knocking on your door. Right now, that's at the age of 72 and say, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, we've allowed you to put this amount of money up for a certain amount of time. And now we're going to come collect uh, our tax dollars. Yeah. So you have to take out X percentage, right? That's really the, the time bomb here is that before 72, 
we need to direct our funds in some uh, manner to get them out of all of these taxable buckets so that we're not being told and dictated how much yeah. we have to take out. Because what you don't want to do is to have all of your retirement savings or investments in this one bucket of tax deferred. Mm-hmm. Because then you're you're having to take these distributions out and you have a really high tax bill because every dollar is taxed. What we want to help you do is work towards having multiple buckets with multiple different tax mm-hmm. statuses. So tax deferred obviously is the one we're talking about, the IRAs, the 401ks, those types the of things. The 457s, the 403Bs, the yes. 401As, anything that is a traditional account. That is a tax deferred account. And so we're going to give solutions to this in a minute. But right now we're just talking about the problem. The problem is as you put away in these tax deferred accounts your whole life and the markets have aided to help you grow these accounts, which is great. They've went up, up, up. Hopefully over time they will grow. Um, But you now have a huge pile of cash or investments that are deferred in taxes. So you have to pay the tax bill that comes due at whatever rate that it is when you take it. So not only is that the number one problem, the number two problem is, is once you hit 65, you get on this thing called Medicare, right? And we all know about Medicare. And so the number two problem is that Medicare has a income or a means testing that they utilize to tell how much taxes and how much Medicare premiums that you have to pay. So your RMDs actually, the required minimum distributions can actually cause your means testing in Medicare to be higher in retirement. So you have to pay a higher premium to continue Medicare services. So that's really another hidden tax built into the system that not only do you have to pay whatever tax rate they tell you to, now you have to include that in Medicare means testing. Yeah. So think about that. Think about how it impacts multiple areas of your financial situation. You're not just taking distributions from your retirement accounts, but now because you have to take those distributions, you are then required to pay more for healthcare. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. Wow. Right. I mean, that's, so that's, that's double tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does every, I mean, that's something that you might not have that in the front of your mind going into it. You won't. You no, know, and it, and it's, it's one of those things that unless you are proactively planning, you can very easily find yourself in a situation where that has occurred. Because it, as Jay mentioned, it, it is kind of hidden. It's kind of tucked away. It's one of those if then statements. If you do this, then this will happen. Right. Well, you may not know that if you haven't planned accordingly. So that's two of the three problems. We want to mention three problems, and then we want to give you some simple solutions that that you want to look at. So one is they're all snowballing into one bucket that it says the government tells you at 72 how much that you have to take out. The second issue that that causes is a hidden tax, which raises your Medicare premiums higher because that you have to take more money out of tax deferred accounts. The third is when we're gone, when we're no longer here, wouldn't we want our heirs to be able to not uh, be dictated to by the government of how much they have to be taxed and how much they need to take out? So it causes a tax burden in an estate plan because of the 2019 Secure Act you can no longer do what's called the stretch IRA. It used to be that if I died, my heirs could stretch the IRA distributions over their lifetime. Um, Now you have 10 years Mm -hmm. to the date that I die to take every bit of my assets out of tax deferred accounts. Why is that an issue? It's an issue for a few reasons. Mm -hmm. One is, is because usually the people that are inheriting these funds are at the highest wage earning portions of their life. And they're working years. They're going to be paying mm-hmm. 37 to 39% mm-hmm. tax rates because they have to take mm-hmm. of uh, these, these assets out within a 10 year period, they could pay more. Right. So we want to make sure that you're not leaving an un, an avoidable tax burden to your heirs on top of all the other things we've already talked about. So, Okay, we've we've mentioned the the problems. What are the solutions? Yeah, I was about to say, let's where's now that I'm aware of these problems, what's the first solution? So there's a few solutions. The first solution I would say is while you're still earning, while you're young, while you're before you hit 72, anytime in between, think about shifting some of those pre-tax savings if you're available at your work to uh, Roth buckets to make sure that you're putting away if you're if you're a 401k provider or your employer allows you to choose between a Roth and a traditional plan. Think about utilizing some of that money for Roth because what a Roth does is allows you to have income 
tax taking out this year on what you contribute. Mm -hmm. But going forward and the growth, it is continually, even when it's in your heir's name, it is tax free at the time you take it out. And a lot of people are unaware that there is no income test or earnings test when it comes to 401k with the Roth 401k. So that means that you do not have to make under a certain amount to be able to contribute to a Roth 401k, which is very different than a A Roth IRA. IRA. Mm -hmm. So that is something to really be aware of. So our first solution is shift some of your thinking to how can I contribute to a Roth? We have many solutions that we'll sit down with you and help uh, you say, okay, where you're at with your plan, how can you most get the most funds in a Roth bucket? But but that's the way you want to be thinking. How do I get this to a non-traditional uh, bucket so it's not tax deferred, so I do not have to be dictated how much right. taxes I'm paying over time? Here, um, here's a second solution. What about HSA accounts, health mm-hmm. savings accounts? A lot of people don't utilize these to the fullest extent. But if you have a high deductible medical plan, you can contribute the maximum amount to an HSA, which for a married couple is $7,300 each year. So you can stock that money away, put that money away each year and then pay your medical expenses out of pocket, not from that HSA account, but from from your working monthly income, from your working monthly budget, and then take the HSA dollars and invest that account aggressively so that it continued to grow to cover medical expenses in retirement. And here's the key. It'll be tax-free. Yeah, exactly. It would grow tax-free in retirement. And here's the thing most people don't know, is that once you get past the age of 65, you can utilize those funds within an HSA account for things other than medical expenses. So this is a huge planning key that I want to to put in the hands of you today. So if you would come and see us, we would be glad to speak with you about your 401k buckets, your IRA buckets, anything tax deferred and say, how can we get these into tax-free buckets most effectively to make sure that you are paying Uncle Sam less than you would be uh, in the future without planning, right? So I would ask that you call in. We want to open the phone lines right now. Uh, Our number is 800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549. And we would love to make you one of the contacts that we connect with this week that we open up our schedule for to say, how do I save money in retirement through tax savings? So let us plan for you. Let us help you in that area. And you can also go to our website, alonplanning.com. And you can actually schedule an appointment directly on our calendar there as well. There is a link on the contact us page where you can schedule your complimentary consultation today. Certainly would just invite you to do that. Allow us an opportunity to share some of these strategies with you and to plan and put something together to make the most of your dollars. And what do we have coming up on the other side of the break? Well, oftentimes we do find ourselves daydreaming about retirement and what you'll do and where you'll go when you get there. What's a nice dream, but you have to have a plan to help you get there. When we come back, we'll take a look at retirement regrets and how you can avoid them. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm consumer advocate Christy Paradis, and I am joined by Jay and Brittany Hagee, who own Allon Planning Partners, and they lead the financial planning team over at Allon Planning as well. You can get in touch with them by going to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com, or call 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. And Jay, just before the break, you were talking about daydreaming about retirement. Isn't that fun? Oh, <laughs> it, I think everybody is has been there and thought, oh, right? that that magic day when I just get to to enjoy do. But but the truth of the matter is, you can't really do that if you're not prepared. That's correct. To do it the right way. So. Yeah, we all have hopes, dreams, desires when it comes to what our retirement is going to look like. Um, and Or future period. Yeah, our future, Any, yeah. whether you, you know, maybe you still want to work with because you love what you do during yeah, your retirement. Right. And that's part of it. That's uh, But whatever that looks like, it's when I no longer have to work for an income, but I get to do what I want to mm-hmm. do, whether that's continue the work that I'm doing, whether that's, 
you know, giving of my time, volunteering, whether that's traveling, whether that's going to see the grandkids, whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, we looked into this and a Coventry direct study in 2021 found that 26% of retirees don't have the lifestyle that they thought they would in retirement. Um, and what would they do differently? So hold on. So one, need to look through it. Yeah. One fourth of retirees are living disappointed is what that says. That's not what we want. That's a bummer. <laughs> and how that, can we yeah, stop? How can we avoid that? That's less than desirable, right? So we, we don't want one fourth of retirees to say, Hey, man, this, this isn't what I thought. This is disappointing. You know, this is, this is less than desirable. So there's some strategies we can put in place to ensure that doesn't happen. So many regrets that those individuals shared. Um, we're going to talk through some of those and how do we better prepare to not be disappointed? Learn how, yeah, yeah. learn how to avoid those so right. that we don't find ourselves in that place of regret. Because unmet expectations is what leads to disappointment, right? If, if we have this expectation that we cannot meet or we have not prepared for, of course, we're going to be disappointed. But the the good news is the hope today is that no matter where you're at in this journey, you can still plan, you can still pursue that dream, you can still go for it. But you, ha you know, you have to have help uh, doing this sometimes. And, and that's one of the areas that we would we would say that needs uh, improvement is a lot of times people don't seek professional help, whether that's because they're embarrassed or yeah. they don't think they need it or they're just saying, I'm just putting this bucket of money up and we'll see what happens when we get there. Um, thinking that they, they think, make and do them themselves. Yeah. Or thinking that it may just take too much time or I just don't mm -hmm. want to go through that and find the person and, you know, but having an independent fiduciary planner, like, like we are in your corner really is we're here to make sure that you're avoiding those disappointments yeah. by setting up realistic expectations to say, let's go after this, this way. And this is how we know that you're going to hit it because we help folks do that every day. It's like that Medicare example we used in the last segment. You know, it's, it's not your fault for not knowing these things. You have jobs, <laughs> you have a career in another sure. field, you have responsibilities. This is our job. This is what we read about. We study about, we dig into day in and day out. We know these laws. We know the limitations. We know the contribution limits, all the restrictions. We know the caveats. And that is what we bring to the table here. We can, we can help when it comes to those types of things so that you can avoid mm -hmm. these types of regrets. So that's one of the, the regrets, not seeking professional help. Um, another one is not preparing for diminished capacity. So not, not considering, man, what happens if... I can no longer function. I can in this no way. longer work as I have. Mm -hmm. If if I can't work or if I can't um, take care of myself, and I understand these are not easy conversations. They're not. They're really hard. And for many families or individuals, for couples, everybody, it can be uncomfortable because mm -hmm. who wants to think about those things? I understand that. We don't want to have to think about those negative things that could occur. Mm -hmm. But if we don't, we will have to face, we're going to have to face these things no matter what, whether it's with us, our family, the, these unexpecteds will arise. And it's so much better for us to be prepared and to have a plan in place to know how to handle those types of And you can of avoid scenarios. that one in particular by a great estate plan is by, you know, we have an estate planning attorney that meets with a lot of our clients here. And by having a plan in place that says, hey, if I can no longer medically, you know, make decisions for myself, or if I can no longer financially make decisions yeah, for myself, right. um, or, you know, when I have passed away, where do these funds go and how are they positioned? You know, just having a plan in place, well, if I can no longer, you know, do this, like you said, diminished capacity, if yeah. I no longer have the capacity to function as the person who oversees every step of my life, I got a plan in place to make yeah. sure that that's covered, right? That's a big regret that most folks have that they want to get covered. Um, another huge one, I want to jump into one more because this is one that I deal with every day, is people regret not diversifying their investments, Okay. A lot of folks don't even know how they're diversified or they think, hey, I own 10 mutual funds, so I must be really yeah. diversified, right? Um, that's not the case a lot of times. Uh, most of the times, more than not, even the folks that come in here that think they're really diversified have highly correlated assets that work in the same way. So clarify that. What does mm -hmm. that mean to the everyday individual? What that means is... When something's is, highly correlated. Sure, means it's working in the same vein. Uh, so say you have 10 mutual funds, and mostly those have cash uh, stocks and bonds in them. 
you're not really correlated between all five asset classes. So asset classes are cash, their stocks, equities, and companies, their bonds, their commodities, which are like gold and oil and silver and wheat and things like this. And it's real estate. You really have to be diversified between all five of those categories to have true diversity. And if you're not, you may say, I have 10 mutual funds, mm -hmm. but they're all correlated. The highly correlated is in that same segment. It may be really high growth stocks. Yep. And you think I've got all I need because I've got 150 stocks and 150 bonds. Well, they're pointed in the same direction. Yep. Right. And so if you're not uh, correlated in a way that's diversified, then it can be problems. And that's where I see a lot of times, and we help folks realign their portfolio to say where we're at right now with high inflation, with the economy where it's at, and then the recession that's looming over our head, how should I be positioned to make sure that my retirement dreams don't get washed down the drain? Yeah. And that's what we wanna help with. And so that's a big regret, not diversifying enough, because when the hard times come, you can really tell who's diversified mm -hmm. and who's not, mm -hmm. because it's going to show up in your portfolio balance. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Here's another one. Another regret, not having purpose for retirement. You know, you think, man, it's just going to be so great not to have to grind and do the nine, nine to five, you know, the typical routine. But man, one of the regrets that came out of this survey was not having a purpose, uh, not having something bigger than you. What is something that's life-giving? Mm -hmm. What is it that brings life, that brings value, that brings uh, you joy to, to what you do to your everyday? Maybe it's serving a nonprofit within your community. Maybe it's volunteering at a, a hospital. I have a, a, a family member who does that and just gets such joy out of serving there a day or two a week. Uh, it, it could be a number of things. You could spend time with your grandkids. You could travel and and make make a difference mm -hmm. in different areas, doing certain projects. Or there's a number of things. But have any a number of things. The bottom line is have something bigger than yourself. Right. So there are a few of the regrets that uh, we see uh, as we're helping people uh, on a daily basis. Uh, another really big one that I want us to talk about just for a minute that is going to affect the couples in the room is not communicating uh, appropriately or enough with your partner about your expectations of retirement. This is a big one, right? This, this is a big one. So if you have one expectation of what retirement is going to look like and your spouse has their own interpretation of what yeah. retirement is going to look like, well, that may be a problem. Um, and you guys need to work through that before you actually start putting all your eggs in the basket to get towards that retirement, right? There needs to be a common ground. There needs to be a place that you can come to together and say, yeah, this is what our retirement really should look like. How um, so often I would does, say communicate that. Yeah. How often do you find that there are disconnects or that this is an area that folks may have not discussed at all before sitting down with mm -hmm. with you guys? Is more this, frequently than not, yeah. actually, yeah. more frequently than not, we find that they think they have talked through it or they assume, oh, I know my spouse, so I assume I know what they will want. But when the time comes, when the rubber hits the road and they're six months in or, you know, even a month in and they're like, man, this isn't this doesn't working. This doesn't look like I this thought it was going to doesn't work. feel good. Yeah, this is sticky. Yeah. Here. This is, I just isn't disappointed, maybe just disappointed. This isn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, so having to circle back and say, okay, let's go back to the drawing board. What, what are the expectations? What is it that you want? Especially if you're five to years or less from retiring, this a big needs to be a huge conversation that you're having. Yeah. It's, it's an absolute must for couples. And being and a right couple, in the vein, it seems like you uh -huh. guys, it's, it's a, you say sometimes you feel like you are counselors when you're meeting with, mm -hmm. with folks because there's so much ground to cover does, I, I imagine that gives you guys a leg up that you're a couple yourself. That in, helps. In broaching these <laughs> we conversations. Do to, we do get to serve in that capacity because we get to have our own discussions. Oh, we, we have plenty of experience yes. in conflict <laughs> resolution between us. And and we've sat with hundreds of other couples, uh, you know, in our offices that would say we've had plenty of, uh, <laughs> of, right. of conversations. I think Jay and I are probably more opposite than she's just about any. Any and that's okay couple. because, you know, yeah. um, that uh, really covers each other's weaknesses a lot Absolutely. of times. And that's what we find with most couples is that they are covering each other's weaknesses, right, with their strengths. But they are also going to have to compromise and say, well, I want my retirement to look this way and you want it to look this way. So, how, you know, how can we come to an arrangement where we both get, you know, 
some of what we want, if not all of what we want through retirement. And that's what we help with. And that's the counseling portion that we walk through. So we're going to open up the phone lines now for folks. If you are in that position and you're saying, Hey, I may have some regrets because I haven't planned for anything that you're talking about today. I haven't talked to my spouse about any of this stuff. I haven't looked at how my investments are diversified, or I haven't sought any kind of professional help before, um, or I haven't thought about maybe I won't be able to get all this accomplished that I want to get accomplished. That's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. So we want to open the phone lines up again today and make sure that you have the chance to call in or go to our website. And we'd be glad to sit with you and your family and help you through the process. And that number 800-971-4549, You can also go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. Go to the contact page and continue the conversation and set up a appointment directly from the website, which is pretty cool. And we've covered a lot already, but Brittany, I know you've yeah. got more in store for us on the other side of the break. We certainly do. And, you know, we're going to talk a bit about inflation. That's a big topic right now. But you might be surprised to learn that inflation may not be the biggest threat to your retirement accounts. When we come back, we're going to break all that down and offer some tips to help you navigate through this bump in our current economic cycle. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined by Jay Hagee and Brittany Hagee. And Jay and Brittany Hagee own Allon Planning. They also lead the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. And one of the areas that they're very passionate about is education. And they have workshops that are listed on their website at Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. And three coming up in the next month, they've got one on the 4th, one on the 5th, and then one on the 25th. And I'm going to let Brittany explain a little bit more about what these workshops entail and where you can sign up, how you can sign up and where they're at. Definitely. So all of our workshops are always complimentary. It's just a service we provide to the community. We love to hold these types of workshops at uh, libraries, community centers, things like that. So we've got a, uh, a few coming up here soon. We've got one coming up on Tuesday, October 4th at the Oaks, which is a coffee shop in Chattanooga. We have a, a lifestyle wellness fair. We're doing like a fiscal fitness type workshop at uh, on Wednesday, October 5th, and then Tuesday, October 25th, we're going to be at the Cleveland Public Library. They have a large community room there. We're going to be talking about a workshop entitled Navigating Your Journey Through Retirement. And it's just going to talk at all of these different events. We're going to talk about topics like inflation and how it impacts your retirement. We're going to talk about the market volatility, how that impacts your retirement. We're going to talk about things like Social Security planning and how that fits into your uh, overall comprehensive financial plan. So many different topics that we're going to hit. Uh, so it certainly would be beneficial, I think, to, to anyone who is approaching or even in retirement as you're kind of, you know, just navigating through and working through some of the, the ins and outs of what that looks like physically. And you brought up that some of these workshops will cover things like inflation and market volatility. Yes. And that's exactly what yes. we're about to discuss right now. We do get to discuss that right now. And that's what uh, Brittany was kind of alluding to in, uh, before we went on break just a minute ago is that inflation is the scary thing right now. It's the immediate obstacle that we face and we feel the every time man. we go to a gas pump. Yeah. <laughs> every time we go to the grocery store, you know, every time we go to buy some clothes, whatever it may be, that's what we face. So that's the boogeyman you said, right? That's the fearful one that that's poking us right now. The immediate issue. That, that's the immediate issue. Yeah. But believe it or not, that is not the biggest potential problem that pre-retirees and retirees have and that they're facing. So what we would say is the biggest problem is the rising interest rates. Now, 
rising interest rates have to happen to fight inflation, right? Uh, the interest rates have to go up um, in, in order to make sure that money isn't as liquid, that dollars aren't as easily obtained so that uh, inflation doesn't continue to run out of control. Um, but the thing is, is the way we fund retirement is somewhat immune to inflation, which is a good thing, because most of our 401ks and IRAs and Social Security accounts, um, they kind of go up with inflation, just like cost of living They're adjustments kind of on Social Security. Resistant. Yeah, yeah, because they are, are the value of the equities and the stocks that we own and the bonds that we own uh, in our homes and things like this. Those values aren't directly always related to inflation, mm -hmm. but rising interest rates are the real issue. Um, you know, in, in the panic going through about inflation, you're only hearing one side of that story. Um, and that's the rising cost of goods, everything that we see going up. But in reality, inflation doesn't really affect retirement accounts all that much. Uh, it's the interest rates that rising and that slow the market down that negatively affect your portfolio in general. So when the, the federal government, they have to increase the interest rates, like I said, to discourage people from spending too much money out of control, which causes everything to rise. When there's a lot of supply out in the economy of dollars, everything's going to be more expensive. So how do they fight that? They say, hey, we make it harder to get the money. We're going to raise the interest rates. And that's where we find the real problem with our portfolios. And, and I think the Federal Reserve Bank of New York's President John Williams, uh, we have a clip of him talking to the Wall Street Journal, and he's outlining what he believes uh, needs to happen to get interest rates down so that's no longer like really the problem that's going to affect our portfolios. Can we uh, take a listen to that? We do need to get real interest rates. That's the interest rate adjusted for inflation above zero. Uh, we need to have a you know, somewhat restrictive policy to slow demand, and we're not there yet. Um, so if you think about next year, if inflation is say, somewhere between 25 and 3%, a lot lower than now, but that's uh, kind of a forecast that I think is reasonable, you're thinking about having interest rates uh, that are uh, you know, well above that because it's the interest rate minus the inflation rate tells you what the real interest rate is. So we're still quite a ways from that. Yeah, so I don't know if you caught that, but he was talking about real interest rates. Now, you know, you may say, what's the difference between interest rates and real yeah, interest that, rates? Yeah, that was, that was kind of my, my question. Yeah, I mean, and most people would say that because interest rate is, you know, the rate at which you borrow money um, and the, the amount of interest that you pay back, right? But what real interest rates really tell us is how the economy's doing. So if inflation is at 8%, and let's say our 30-year fixed mortgage interest rate is at 6%, well, we're really at a negative interest rate still because it has not surpassed inflation. We have to get interest rates to a point to where they surpass inflation in order to really, that's why I'd be saying get past zero real rates in order to really uh, tell a difference in the economy and slow down. Kind of balance it out. To slow down yeah. how much money that people are borrowing. Mm -hmm. Because if we keep borrowing money and we keep putting money into the economy and the system, if we can't get inflation below the interest rates, then inflation is going to continue to go out of control. It makes it worse. Continuing ah. to print money, believe it or not, makes it worse. <laughs> like somebody tell our government <laughs> that continuing to print money actually makes things worse. Um, so we can't print our way out of an inflation thing, inflationary cycle. We have to raise interest rates. We have to take money out of the system in order to make it not so expensive for everything that you have. So how do we protect our portfolios in this volatile market? That's really what everybody wants to know. So mm -hmm. like, yeah, I understand inflation is high. Believe mm -hmm. me, I go to the grocery store. <laughs> if interest rates are the problem, how do we protect our portfolio? Well, I would say number one, let us evaluate where your portfolio is because nine times out of 10, folks don't realize how interest rates spiking over the next year or two years is going to affect their portfolio. Mm -hmm. They have no idea. Yeah, that's true. And if I weren't a professional and digging into it full time for my job, I probably would have right. no idea. So I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you really have to look into it. You want to make sure that uh, you're looking into cyclical investments. And we call these like staples, right? The the big brands, the companies that you know that are going to continue to be yeah. stable and yep. that we have to have healthcare, we have to have food, these kind of things. Uh, we have to have clothing and shelter that, that you know, how am I uh, in cyclical investments that are going to protect me long term? 
Um, the real issue here, if you want me to get technical, it's when I see people holding large, large, large sums of cash in a savings account. And why would that be an issue? Why would you guys think an issue would be arising from holding a lot of money in a savings account right now? Mm. I see you have a guess. I'm, I mean, because it could, I mean, is that because of the, in the, the inflation or the interest the rates? I word. <laughs> yeah. One of the I words, one of the, the dreaded right. I words. Yeah. Our cash loses value. It's it sitting there That's what losing does. its value it's, as the inflation rates go up. The, the value you're not earning money from it. The value of our cash loses big time because it's just sitting there not earning, but losing its purchasing power. Well, here's a, here's a statistic. In the last five years, anyone just parked their money that has just parked their money in a savings account is down over 20% of that value because of inflation alone. Huge. Just what? because of inflation. If you're holding money in a savings account, you need to talk to us today. Uh, yeah, can we chat the, after this? The show's yeah, done. The, the, <laughs> Exactly. Well, the, and we're not talking about emergency fund savings account. Right. We're talking different. about you've got a lump sum that's just sitting in a cash account somewhere. Or not, I don't want to invest it because mm -hmm. I'm scared. Exactly. Right? Okay. You don't have potential for it. So th the issue is, is interest rates rising it can cause a bad problem when it comes to your portfolio. But with your cash, interest rates rising can present an opportunity. That's it. Because that opportunity is I can now earn more risk-free money. Yes, So that's big. I can get risk, guaranteed risk-free. Risk that's it. Bigger returns because interest rates are going up. This is what we have a lot of our folks talking to us about right now said, hey, I have parked for the last two years all this money on the sidelines. Or in I've, a CD. Yeah, I've lost X amount of percent, mm -hmm. right? Because of inflation or my CD's only paying half a point two or yeah. 3 or 0.4%. Mm -hmm. um, how do I take advantage of the interest rates rising? And this is what we help with. We help folks make sure that they're getting proper and better returns. So there's because a of the lot. Yeah. There's a lot of negatives about our current economic situation and inflation and all this with interest rates. But one positive is that we can get higher interest rate amounts when it comes to these guaranteed investments, safe money investments. So there, there are some positives there. We certainly would love to talk with you about what that could look exactly. like for your plan, if it fits. Exactly. One more feather in the cap. You can also get stocks that pay dividends. Okay. You can get stocks that could be paying you dividends to hold that, meaning that they're giving you portions of their profits in dividends above and beyond just holding that stock. So there are ways that you can invest to protect you from this. So please, we, we would say talk There's to us. There's <laughs> options. Yeah. The point like, is there are more options than most people even are aware absolutely. of that are available to you in, in times specifically like this, like we're facing right now. So what I would say is the last note that I want to put out there is do not panic. You know, you should only panic if you don't have a plan. Could you, could you tell I was panic panicking a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> you should only panic if you've not sat down with us and we've helped create you a plan, right? That's, I mean, you should not be panicking where you're at right now. The market always comes back, even in the 80s, because recession and inflation hit as much as 14 and a half percent, right? Think about that. 14 and a half percent. Double where we're at. Yeah. Um, and it all turned around, right? Just rely on the history and the economic cycle that you understand how it works. Uh, it's up and it's down, but it eventually evens out. It just takes time and you need to have a plan. So that's why we want to open the phone lines again. We've got a couple more spots left open. 800-971-4549. Uh, that's 1-800-971-4549. We would love to chat with you to make sure that you have a plan, that you are not panicking in this moment, that you have a plan for rising interest rates. And if you have a lot of cash sitting on the sideline right now, this may be a time to take advantage of some of these rising interest rates. Again, that number 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. Also, you can set up an appointment online, Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. Go to the contact page, continue the conversation, and you can set up an appointment with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning Partners directly from the website. So we've reached the time in the show where... Q&A, you've got questions, we've got answers. Coming up right after this. Yeah. And welcome back to the Allon Exchange 
with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and this is the highlight of my week. I love getting to read some questions that you've submitted, the listeners, and that Jay and Brittany get to answer on the spot. It's kind of like turning the tables. And if you have questions that you've come up with after listening to the show this week, you can call 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. And maybe your question will be featured on next week's show. You can also go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. If you'd like to schedule a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany and the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. So we're just going to dive right in. The first question is from Glenn, who is a podcast listener from Dallas, Texas. And Glenn's question is, I had $225,000 in my 401k, and then I rolled over $125,000 to an annuity at 7%. As I wanted income, I just turned 65, and I want to retire in six months, but I don't know what to do with the other $100,000. What should I do? Should I hire a financial advisor to help? Sure. That's a great question, Glenn. I appreciate you uh, writing in or, or calling in and asking that question. Uh, it sounds like uh, you've probably already received some sort of financial advice in that you've uh, taken a little bit of action, and that could have been good for you. Um, but we want to make sure that you have a full financial plan. And so what that would uh, do to me before I'd say, you know, what you should exactly do with the other $100,000 that you have, because you have many options. I would have be asking you many questions. Uh, the questions that I would have for you is, do you have an investment plan put together already? Is it something that you've talked through and that you've looked over your portfolio and know how those funds are actively being managed right now? Um, do you have a tax plan to make sure you've got a, a taxable um, number that is going to be acceptable for your retirement to make sure you've done the appropriate Roth conversions or Roth balances? There's a lot of different directions we could go. Do you have an estate plan? You know, so what I would say is, yes, you need the help of a financial advisor, um, and we would love to, to be that advisor to help you. You could call back in, and we would be glad to schedule a one-on-one -on -one appointment, whether that's over Zoom or over the phone or even uh, in person at some point. But we would like to connect with you and say, yeah, we would, we'd love to help answer those questions that you have. Because the bottom line is, uh, Glenn, you have so many different options as to what you could do with that sum of that right. lump sum of money. And so it's it's not a cop out by, you know, we're not trying to avoid your question. It's really about wanting to understand, yeah, your full situation so that we know what we're recommending is what's best for you. And that's what a fiduciary advisor would do. Exactly. <laughs> is we want to know not just what you could do or what you should do, but what's the best for you. And Glenn, that number 800-971-4549, or if you can relate to the situation that Glenn's in. 800-971-4549 and online at Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. Next up is Joyce in Cleveland. And Joyce asked, I'm 62 and recently retired. I've been considering taking Social Security as soon as possible because I don't want the money to be reallocated in midst of the recession. Should I take it now or wait? Man, that is Loaded question. the golden <laughs> question. Yeah, we get that all the time. Should I take my Social Security immediately or should I wait? I actually had this conversation with my own mother just this week about as she, as she is approaching that age and trying to determine what she should do. So it's a big question. And I will tell She's you. She's close to full retirement age. Yeah, right. So it's She's a little different. There. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's, it's a big question and it does matter. When you take that, definitely does matter. Um, Joyce, you said you didn't want to take the the money and or you were afraid that if you didn't take the money, it may be reallocated and it wouldn't be there. Well, now, obviously, none of us really know exactly how it will all unfold. But I will tell you, we talk about this pretty frequently. If the Social Security fund were to dissipate, we would have a ton of angry Americans <laughs> that the government would have to handle. So I certainly do not anticipate that happening within the next decade. Don't allow that to dictate whether you take the funds now or not. 
yeah, never make that type of decision based out of fear. And a lot of folks don't know this. One thing I would say is I would ask you, are you still working? Mm -hmm. Because if you're still working, you know, you can only make a certain amount of money before a penalty basis is required. So I think this year is $19,560. You can make that before they start penalizing the social security that you take. Now, because you're not full retirement age, a lot of people think, oh, I need to take it right away. But say you're making Mm $70,000 at your job. Well, they're going to take back $1 of social security and penalty for every $2 that you make above the 19560. Mm-hmm. Think about that. So you want to make sure wow. if you're still working, you should question that. Should yeah. I take it now? Well, you may not be taking it now, even if you take it now. Yeah, you may take <laughs> so, it and then give, and know, give it all back. Half of it back. Yeah, or all, or of, it all back. of it back. So, and then it does you no good and you could have been letting it grow for you, right? So that's why the need for a financial plan is important. So penalty basis is one of the things. Tax status is another one. How much of that is going to be taxable? Um, what does the cost of living adjustment look like for you? There's a lot of questions that are unanswered in these questions like this. And I know that folks just want to know, tell me yes or no, right? But but I'm trying to explain to you, there are three questions that I just asked mm-hmm. you that you would have to answer before I could tell you yes or no. Yeah. Right? And, and something else to consider is, is what it, what's your source of income right now look like? Do you already have income? And is that income you currently have sufficient for your lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's something else that's a major consideration when you're when you're trying to make this decision. So bottom line, do not do it out of fear of reallocation or fear of it's going to be going away. Do not take it because of that, but take it because you're making an educated decision that that is what's best for your financial future. Wow, that's a lot to unpack. If you would like to sit down with Jane Brittany and because that is a question that my parents had asked me a couple of months ago. They were talking about, you know, when they were planning to take Social Security. And I was, I realized, oh, there's a lot of different ways to go about Mm -hmm. this, just this Social Security topic. I mean, you, it's, it's, it's a difficult decision. You have to weigh a lot of different elements, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're considering things that you don't you're the unknown, you know, you're considering longevity in, in your your, you know, genetics, you're considering all kinds of things that you just, you know, if I don't take it, I'm going to miss out on it. You know, there's a lot of that's fear based too. But so, so many times, people end up making decisions emotionally based mm-hmm. off of fear. Uh, rather than, okay, let's take the time to dig into this. Let's find somebody who is educated within this field and this topic, and let's just process through the options. And that's what we can offer. We can offer that com- that conversation just around acknowledging here are the options because many people are unaware of what things you might should consider when making a decision like this, you know? And that number to sit down and meet with Brittany and Jay Hagee is 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. Next is Jeff in Dalton, and Jeff's question is, I'm retiring at age 63 and planning to live on savings until age 66, full retirement age, and then dip into my Social Security. I'm trying to decide if I should keep some money in my existing company 401k and invest the rest into an indexed annuity Alternatively, should I invest everything in an indexed annuity? Is there another investment option I could consider? That sounds like a lot of uh, options that you're already considering, (laughs) which is good, Jeff. It's good that you're already considering a lot of options um, and that you're waiting till full retirement age so that you're not penalized and that you get that full retirement age Social Security. That's good. There again, I would probably ask you a lot of questions based around that. Now, as far as your existing 401k and your indexed annuity and things like this, that is just investment vehicles, right? It's it's how do I most efficiently get from point A to point B, um, whether it's an annuity, whether it's a 401k, whether it's an IRA, whether it's a Roth account, uh, whether it's a diversified portfolio inside of those things, whatever it looks like, um, maybe it's a CD, I don't know, maybe it's a, a fixed income product, but there are ways that you can get most efficiently from A to B. And that's what I would want to advise you on. Now, there's a ton of things that you should consider, um, and it's not just about whether I should put all of my money in one thing or another, because I would say diversification would tell you, don't put all your eggs in one basket, Mm -hmm. right? Make sure that you're not just sticking all your eggs in in one basket, no matter what that basket is. But I would, uh, you know, encourage you to take the opportunity to look with us and plan with us 
and, and call back in and, and create a, uh, um, an opportunity to us to ask you some more questions regarding this to say, yeah, here's the pros and cons. Cause I think what we do is we try to educate folks that meet with us. We try to say, here's your options. Here's what we would recommend. Here's your pros and cons of all of the options mm-hmm. that you have. Now our clients that we have are very educated people. They can understand um, the benefits and there's pros and cons to every investment vehicle that you use ever. There's just pros and cons, right? So if we're educating you and showing you those things, it's going to come to light what not only is the best for you black and white, A to B most efficiently, but what emotionally you can handle getting A to B and make sure that you don't jump ship and change your direction in the middle of the course. So I would say, number one, I probably would not put all my eggs in any one basket, right? I would diversify. But number two, um, I would make sure that you're sitting down with us or a financial professional that is a fiduciary, that is someone you can trust, that is independent, to not sell you products, but give you service and tell you, okay, here are all your options. Here are the pros and cons of each. Here's what we recommend. How do you feel about this, right? And that's going to give you the most peace and security uh, to get you to your financial future, I think, that you can have. And if you can relate to Jeff's question, you can call 800-971-4549. Set up a time to sit down and meet with Brittany and Jay Hagee and the team at Allon Planning Partners. You can also go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. And Brittany, final thoughts for the week? Yeah, final thoughts. I think... Again, if you haven't heard anything here, we're trying to get something to you, not trying to get something from you. That's what we'd love to offer today is just that complimentary consultation where we can have that conversation with you, where we can talk about your specific situation. Give us a call today, 1-800-971-4549. Again, 1-800-971-4549. Or for those of you I know many do not necessarily want to make pick up the phone and make a phone call, Hey, that's all right. We've got you covered too. Check out our website, allonplanning.com. A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And head on over to our contact page and you can schedule a complimentary consultation directly from our website. Give us a call today. We certainly look forward to speaking with you individually. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Allon Planning Partners is not affiliated with Foundations Investment Advisors. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.